0: You're listening
1: to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. We're back. Well, yeah, we are. Has has it felt like forever? Honestly. Yeah. It's felt like a really long time.
2: It felt like a long time since we were in Florida.
1: It did. But we were just there in 21.
2: Yep.
0: I was just there in July. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. For like five minutes and then I turned around and came
2: home. Yeah. There was so many sharks this time.
1: And there wasn't last like we've been there in September before. Yeah. It's very but we didn't see one dolphin. And I've seen dolphins every single time that we go.
2: People we went with did a dolphin cruise. And they saw dolphins. They seen dolphins.
1: Here's the thing.
0: We have to address it. The elephant in the room. I asked Heidi how the trip went. Stop!
1: The world does not need. To they know. need to know. It needs to be. <laughs> it's <said. does> not.
0: <laughs> and I have flown a fair share. Okay, and so I'm. I you know I get the gist.
1: The whole like you know the routine. I know the thing. You know what they say. Yep. You know what they do. I get it. <clears throat> Um, I told. Can you to I the... also just state that I do not fly? <laughs> she doesn't fly. <laughs> I am not a frequent flyer. Nope, she's not. This is like the second time I've flown. Did you get the granola bar on the way home? No, I got the cookie. You're
0: unbelievable. Yeah, I asked it was her a ginger to do snap one thing. It was. It's the same flavor as cookie butter. It's the biscoff cookies.
1: That's what the granola bar is.
0: No, the granola bar is delicious, and it's for some reason it's cold. Mm. When it touches your mouth, I don't know why. There's science behind it, I'm sure. Anywho, you said that you experienced some turbulence. (laughs) And Heidi looks me dead in my face and says with her full chest, they don't call it that anymore. They have a new term for it, (laughs) refere. She said, refere. I repeat, (laughs) refere. Joe and I looked at each other and she's like i don't want it's weird right and we go rough air <laughs> and she's
2: the guy the guy did have a little bit of an accent <laughs> we're going to be experiencing some rough air today
0: i'm going to turn the fast does it not belt. sound like
1: rough air and i was like oh they just renamed turbulent what a hill
2: to die on
1: i know cuz it does even when you just said it i'm we're like gonna okay have
2: the uh, Say it again. fast and seatbelt signs come on we're going to ask all flight attendants please take their seat we're going to be experiencing some rough air right now
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like Joe, rough air
2: that dude needs to open his <laughs> mouth, his jowls it's when so, he talks. I have some rough air right now.
0: Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we're beginning to descent. You can always hear that word. Yeah. Into the area mm-hmm. <laughs> where the local time is.
1: moving? You know, when we go down, though... It's
2: going to be a sunny 86. Like, seven.
1: I don't remember... And if you'd
2: fasten your seatbelts, put all your lap tray tables up, and yeah. silence all of huh?
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Flight attendants are going to be coming... <laughs>
1: I don't remember going down with such force before. No? No. Like, I feel like if I would have had my, like, car seatbelt on, like, it would have locked.
2: the the, the only planes you were on before were like um spirit or sun country so you were basically flying in a plane that had like a saturn ion engine (laughs) so you you probably (laughs) never experienced like the jet engine the
0: spirit airlines was like an astro van with wings on it (laughs) yeah
2: i made a lot of friends on that flight though
1: on the spirit
2: oh do you remember that when we first flew with mom and dad
1: where your mom had to like she was like praying, get in, knocked praying out. in the
2: spirit and i boldly turned and i was like god has not given me a vision of dying on a plane so if you're on a plane with me right now you're going to be fine and like there was a look of relief on like five people's faces that's
0: yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, then, it was like the happiest flight point, ever. At a certain point, I looked back, and Mom was full mouth open. Yeah, <laughs> like it worked. Dad yeah. was in a middle seat, afraid to touch anything other than himself. Yeah, you know
1: there was um there there was a lot of fear. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because Maximus. Every single time it would happen, because he, me, and him were sharing like the aisle across from each other. Yeah, and his eyes would get huge, and he would just look at me, and I'd be like, in Jesus' name. Do you know it's hilarious? I forget I'm in the air. I when don't. I'm on a plane. Oh, I don't.
0: And when there's bumps, Until you got to use the bathroom. Oh my god! I never use the airplane bathroom. How
1: can you? First of all,
0: first of all, is that a message? Is that a, mo- a comment about my size?
1: No, like they're smaller than the seats.
0: They're very small
1: because I f- I fitted
0: she fit. fit
1: I fit in the seats fine yeah and I had to go to the bathroom Uh huh. and I barely I felt like my shoulders were touching the sides of the wall doesn't it
0: make you think of Tommy boy when he was changing clothes
1: hmm. I think about th- number one mile high club liars no possible way no way
2: she just went very, there's, very, there's very no intimate.
1: While this. I'm sitting in this bathroom. <laughs> she was doing
0: math. She had her tape measure out. She's like, I don't think we could do it. But
1: I'm like, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, it is a lot.
1: It's a lot. Right. I mean, um, we, we got there a lot quicker, but it was a lot. I
0: never used the toilet on a plane. And I just want you to know, it makes me upset every single time someone does. I don't get it.
1: Well, I had to pee so bad
0: max also said he stood up immediately when you landed and i was like oh boy
1: yeah we do, do i that. sit
0: there and i'm sure i always take an aisle seat too and i'm sure at well, the least people there was like,
2: like no slow clap
0: oh yeah we didn't,
1: yeah we didn't people experience do clap
0: that. sometimes
1: we experienced the baby crying that's okay.
0: We
2: had, yeah. There but
1: was I was there. praying over her because it was her ears. You could, you, yeah. she was
0: saying Yeah, she couldn't Ow. get her ears. Oh, how old? Like two. Oh. Two, three. See, pacifiers help. The mom wasn't
2: helping. No. Like, and the dad was in the aisle across.
1: Aww. Watching like a Marvel movie. He's like, you take the kids over mm-hmm. there. And and on the way back too, there was like um, a family and the dad had to go like three seats back. But there was a free seat right in front of all of them that nobody came to. And the wife was like, just sit here, honey. And he's like, no, just, I got to go What? I can't here. hear you.
0: Sorry. Flight <laughs> attendant said no. Yeah. And then he like tips somebody $100. And he's like, I swear to God, please just say no.
1: And then on the way back, Max sat next to like the talker where he's like, oh, where are so, you, you guys headed to? Are you
0: headed home or <laughs> yeah. headed somewhere else? You from Minnesota then? Or?
1: <laughs> literally, it was so funny. Yeah. My mom's all about that, though, though. What do you
0: do for work? Yeah, literally.
2: It's so yeah, funny. You, you, your mom and that guy had a lot of conversation on the way Yeah, the
0: People are like, hi, how are you? And I'm like,
2: shh. So I got, <laughs> I got in the elevator at Portofino, and it was just Max and I. It was like the first night. We're riding down. We're talking. I'm making small talk. Like, where are you from? And I was like, Eau Claire, Wisconsin. They're like, we've been there. And I was like, what were you doing there? They're like, we built a church. I was like, what church? And they're like, Jacob's Well. And they're like, we're actually going back there on our vacation next year because they're going to add on. I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah, they got like 250 acres behind. So they're going to add on to the church over there. What are the odds of that? We ended up having like this whole conversation. I delivered the drywall there while they were working when I worked for Drywall Supply.
0: You weren't saved back then.
2: No, I was not.
0: That's so strange. Isn't that wild, though? How we what were their names?
2: I can't remember. I didn't ask them. Like, we didn't even have time for that. We oh didn't ask gosh. them. Oh, my gosh. It was more of a, like... ham and Doug. As soon as they were they're, they're older, as soon as they hit their floor, they were out. Joe's a nightmare to go anywhere with, to be perfectly honest with you. Why? Because,
0: here's why. Because I am, like, a stick-to-yourself type of a gal, And then if you're on an elevator with Joe and two random people get on, he'll be like, wow, you smell really good. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of cologne are you wearing? To the guy, not the woman.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about me doing that to some lady. Yeah. That's creepy.
0: And I'm like, oh,
2: man. We have a church we like to go to down there. Yeah, and there, beach it's church? actually two. No,
1: it's not the beach church.
2: No, it's the upper room. The, we found, but all they that. share they share a building. <laughs> we happened to have went there when they were combined services. This time, we were opting to go to the earlier service because some of the people that we were with for the that was their last day, and they weren't going to attend church with us. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of insisting on going to church, so we. We get to church and find out we're at an early service. And we kind of, we passed some other churches that were like really cool looking. <clears throat> we were oh like, my gosh. Oh, we should go.
1: There was this Pentecostal yeah. church. Like
2: old school, huge, big. Huge
1: with awesome windows, like look, stained glass type stuff.
2: Mm, it looked more like a, like something <laughs> you'd see in like New Mexico.
1: Seriously. Mm-hmm. With
2: like the terracotta tile, like shingles or whatever, whatever yeah. they call that.
1: And I was like, Joe, let's big
2: iron gates. And it was like you could tell this place gets hopping, man.
1: But yeah. I was like, I want to see like some like Holy Ghost but their shuffle. Service
2: type didn't stuff. start until like ten thirty or eleven.
0: Yeah. yeah, because it goes till three in the afternoon. Yeah, or later.
2: <laughs> so then we kinda had like a back and forth of like, Oh, we should we should maybe go to one of these and then I was like, No, we'll we'll go to this one. Maybe God's got it set up so that we're we're to pour in to whatever's going on yeah because the
0: last time the
2: pastor like
0: came and talked with you and dad yeah
1: Yeah. so can i like let's just be very transparent right now do it so we are out of town on vacation but we never skip a sunday going to church so whether we're here and doing church in our own you know church or whether we're out of town we find a church on sunday morning
2: dude i was on the beach all week inviting people to this church that I've never met before.
1: Right. Oh, really? Yeah. W- which church were you inviting them to? <laughs> to
2: the beach church. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like telling these people how awesome this is and how this like surfer who was on heroin got saved and set free and there's yeah. a chance he might preach barefoot. You know, like yeah. I'm I'm doing my thing in Florida.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So the last.
2: I take that. I'm doing God's thing. Cause you all should be doing this. I'm doing God's thing in Florida, inviting people to church.
1: So there's like that experience that we had last time where we were with you guys, like the, the pastor was the surfer guy and it was, it was kind of our style. It was good music and all this kind of stuff. And he Mm -hmm. was a really good preacher and preached with fire. And so anyways, I was like amped about that. Well, the entire time Max kept saying they're two different churches and like, I Max don't.
0: tells us true <laughs> things all the time, and we naysay yeah, Max all the time,
1: all the time. Well, he's you, got
2: he's got a prophetic gift. You thing. just
1: let it flow over your head, though. Like he's just a fifteen year old kid; he doesn't I know. know anything. And like he's like, it's two different churches, and so I was like, no, it's fine. So we like we're going. <laughs> it's the eight a.m. service. It was the Beach <laughs> Church, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna look it up online quick and see if it's a different church. Well, sure enough. Yeah, it was a very different. They even have different websites from the two different yep. churches, and it they was just share a building. It was a very different, different thing. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure what denomination it was. Even I'm gonna be honest.
2: Well, they they were still um, like assemblies of God. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, they are, but they.
1: Anyways, I am it was a
2: very it was a very retired, um, like it was a different relaxed. demographic. Yeah, when we were very... there the
0: last time, it was like hang ten. Like, yeah, right. these yeah. these
2: guys were like like the one guy doing the announcements. The senior pastor wasn't there. The one that we met before wasn't there, um, because we did meet the senior well, pastor of the Beach Church yeah. last time because yeah. they were doing a dual service. When we
1: so when we were about to go in here, I started to like. I kind of went selfish to a point. This is why being married to Joe is good for me because he's always thinking about everyone else, mm-hmm. and I have tendencies to think about like yourself, myself, <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, I don't have to serve today. I like be I fed. can just I can just go and be fed somewhere. Like I got excited about that, yeah. right? And so when I saw that this type of style like wasn't really our style of church, I was like, let's just go somewhere else. And You this, were going to get up and leave? Th- no, like this oh, was before we pulled in. I see, I see, I see. Okay. And so this guy <laughs> has to come at me with, what if you are the one person meant to be here today to pour into somebody else here? And like...
0: You're I, like, um, I
2: don't know if you got the memo, <laughs> but I'm receiving today. <laughs> so I immediately felt complete... Disclaimer for me, in my defense... When I think about where we came from and all the things that God did in our lives, right? So we were not pulled from the gutter to be spiritual gluttons or spoon-fed baby Christians the rest of our life. We weren't pulled out of that to go and receive in every revival and awakening. We're, we're called to be stewards of that because that's what we were born out of.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We were born out of ashes and he gave us beauty for that and i have scripture to back that up so we yeah come on so for us to go to a church just to be fed that's good that's fine but we also need to maintain what he's done in our lives and and look to be a part of the body and in my feet in my spirit I feel like I might be the only one that amens a good word that morning. You know what I mean? I I might be the one that goes in and gets to enjoy somebody else's ministry and what God's doing through them and then give them... Like, you never know
1: if
0: they're on the ropes.
2: Right. Well, I've heard so many testimonies of people about to give up. Yeah.
1: So it unraveled that morning. Mm-hmm. So we walk in, and it's like 30 people maybe. Not
2: even, yeah. It was like fifty. Like,
1: very small. And they were, like, singing hymns, okay? Like old school. And it actually brought me to Tons of a place of humbleness. So much vibrato. Mm. Because humility, if you will, almost because I got to that, pl- I realized that I became that person where
2: you want a concert,
1: I liked my Ooh. music. I liked, I liked the music the way that I have it, mm-hmm. and I liked hearing the word the way that I was getting it. And I was put into a different situation here where I didn't like the music. And the. And wor- they sang
2: nothing but scripture. Right.
1: right. And so it was a really good wake-up call for me because if you go into a different service and you can't receive because of the different things that they're singing, and it's all still lining up with scripture. So
0: do you remember not that long ago during our own church service, like there was kind of a shift. We did like, we were doing like the newer songs and then we did an older song and like, there was a palpable change. Mm -hmm. And I said that day to the congregation, you're not always going to be in a place where they're going to sing like the coolest, newest, funkiest, catchiest songs. Yeah. And if you're called to the mission field, they're not always going to have a drummer. They're not always going to, sometimes if you're in Africa, it's going to be people singing yeah. with their voices yeah. and yeah. maybe no instruments. Maybe you know what a I mean? djembe
2: drum and a tambourine. Yeah.
0: And like that's, they're doing their absolute best in yeah. what they're doing, right?
2: Well, and they're, and they're, they're worshiping. That's yeah. the thing. We yeah. have churches filled with entertainers yeah. that are gifted.
0: Right. And that's why so many worship leaders walk away empty. Mm. Yeah. Because they're, they're going, they're not leading people in worship. They're leading people. And uh, oftentimes the people will engage in worship. I have to consciously think about it. When I'm up leading worship, I have to consciously shut my mind off to what's in front of me. And I have to like center myself with God.
2: Well, that happens with the preaching too, because you can lock eyes with one person that looks like they want to climb the wall and get out of there because what they hear you saying does not apply to them Mm -hmm. and you can get stuck there and you're going to try and fix it.
0: But from a worship standpoint, you can, like I know that there are certain songs that really bring people into a place of worship. Yeah. And you have to be like very careful to not like manipulate
2: hmm.
0: because there's a difference between manipulating people emotionally and cultivating an environment of
2: worship. Or if you have a grace note where you just like <laughs> play the wrong thing, hit the wrong symbol, whatever. Yeah. And then you go into the flesh and you have to like Max realize talked it's, about it's this a not, bit. yeah, it's not about your. Most of the people out in the congregation probably didn't hear it. Unless I've literally
0: like, uh, had moments, truly, and I know that this is a little bit, I've rabbit trailed from where you were, but I've had moments personally where I've said to myself, I'm not worshiping right now. Hmm. And I have to stop myself. Yeah. And focus. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yes, because I'm, I'm focused on the wrong thing. Yeah, I'm watching how people react. And like, this is funny, right? Because like you've actively, you Heidi, have actively like tried to engage more in physical worship. Mm-hmm. And as when you're in my spot, you have to be careful to not hinge your feelings of success or failure mm-hmm. on the physical worship that yeah. other people are putting yeah. out there yeah, and like let it, because it, it can affect you. Yeah. And you have to be like, oh, that right there is the indicator. Okay, that I'm not in worship then. Because I should be in a conversation with the king Mm -hmm. one on one. Yeah. And I can lead you all into a similar state of mind and environment for you to do the same. Yeah. But it should never, the communication in that situation isn't horizontal, it isn't, you know, between. them and me but it should be vertical anointed worship
2: through the holy spirit cultivates an atmosphere of deliverance right yeah so when david played anointed harp or lyre whatever he played for saul Mm -hmm. when saul was out of favor with god the tormenting spirits could not operate within hearing distance Mm -hmm. of that music Right? It was a temporal deliverance, so when he stopped playing, the things could come back and yeah. him. So an anointed worship leader, if they're on, that will actually change the atmosphere where while they're worshiping God in the presence of those who are in need, if, if, they're, if their heart is right and they're worshiping God, it will change the atmosphere where it makes the attack of the enemy inoperable. Hmm. So if if you're blowing your trumpet or beating your drum or whatever you do as unto the Lord, and He's anointed it and He's in it, then there will be a place where somebody that's tormented will feel peace.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And now that now their eyes and ears are open, like wow, I'm like I didn't feel tormented at all there. And now when they walk out, if that comes back on them, they're gonna realize I gotta get back. Yeah. So where where that 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 didn't happen there? I got to get back there, and that'll draw them into a place where they can get community, deliverance, um, salvation, and then become an active part of the body. Yeah. But if we're if we're focused on, I just had a conversation with a friend, and he he was sharing an upset that he had spiritually because of certain paid musicians and certain people in the worship team mm-hmm. that were living a lifestyle that. V- didn't reflect you know intimacy with christ at all that's why we don't
0: have a large worship team Mm.
2: yeah and he was like man what do i do we've always
0: had a standard against that and it's it's hard to find people we had people before that have literally left because i said you're not living right and we're not doing this Mm -hmm. yeah when we were on omaha street yeah
1: yeah it is crazy though just the level of like i i i would love to if it affected me that way, yeah, I feel like even people listening, like if, if God were to take you and move you out of your cush church that yeah. you're currently in mm-hmm. and have you just set somewhere else just for a minute where it didn't look the same and it didn't sound yeah. the same, how would you react? Or
0: hear, hear this, because I was going to say this right as Joe was talking. I was thinking I wanted to mention this. I've had times where I can see that the worship is superficial and I – I pray like to God inside myself, God, make the power go out Mm. because then all people have is their voices. Yeah. And I can tell people aren't singing or they, they're like barely invested. Like I've had those moments where it's too hinged on the production. It's too hinged on the instruments and the music and us singing and us leading. Yeah. I've literally, imagine the power goes out. You don't have the words on the wall. Mm -hmm. You know how many people are really hinged on the words being on the wall?
1: Yeah.
0: Like it's a make or break. Yeah. Meanwhile, they can turn around and, like, literally, there are people our age that can, like, word for word, sing all of, like, Gangster's Paradise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You learned that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, there was a, I talked to a lady one time that she had left several churches, and I said, well, what? what is driving you out like what is wrong and she said well their their worship is wrong and i said well what's wrong with the worship and she said their songs are too repetitive they say the same thing over and over and over and over and i was like i was like that could be bad but it also could be the one way that they can get people into one accord
0: that's what i always say you know yeah. so it's
2: like you have to discern the spirit behind that discern
1: the spirit that so that is what i'm trying to get to because when i was sitting in that church service and i i had like an attitude about it yeah and i was singing these hymns and i'm like can this be any drier Like, where's the spirit?
2: I was in it, though.
1: You were. And then all of a sudden I was like, why am I even asking where the spirit is? Because the spirit is the same. Should have came in with you because you're filled with the Holy Spirit. But it's the same God. It's the same spirit. So the the God that these hymns were like hymn 708 was singing about is the same as a Brandon Lake song. Like, it's the same God. It's the same Holy Spirit. Mm Like, you're you're. You yeah. you're not worshiping it's your the heart song intention. exactly. Yeah. It is your intention of your heart. That's it's the, the problem with you're right now. same giving your
2: tithe and your offering. Yes. He looks at the intention of your heart not what's in your hands. The yeah. you scripture. And so yeah. yeah and yeah. so
1: then when when the when the guy went up and started, you know, doing this, I was like, okay. Let, like, first of all, I asked for forgiveness because, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. what kind of hypocrite do I need to be right now? Like, I, I was a Pharisee. I was yeah. literally a Pharisee.
2: Oh, this this whole thing was just a big test.
1: It, it really was because it's showing you that you should be able to – the relationship with you and God and you worshiping and praising him and scripture – it, it's all between you and him. It should never matter what yes. the song sounds like or at what the church looks like. At home by yourself or at
0: church with other people should exactly. have the same richness. And the fact yeah. that it
1: affected me on that grade of level was like a big wake-up call. Yeah. Because sometimes when you get used to like not actively doing like, oh, what do you want to call them? Like the famous sins, like drugs, alcohol, yeah. swearing, the cu- the you know, smoking. Like when you're so, those aren't even things to you anymore. You have this tendency to be like, "I'm good," and then mm-hmm. you're sitting in a different state, realizing, "Who the heck do you think you are?" Yeah,
2: you know, we we happened to land on that service when they had a special speaker coming in, who was going to be there for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and he ran an org. He was a a disabled veteran that ran like a ministry for for vets, and. He's a musician and a songwriter, so they put on these like um, songwriter guilds and stuff, Mm -hmm. and they travel all over. He actually had just workshops? Yeah, he had actually just been in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So they had a conversation about that before I even got back in from the bathroom. But how
1: long were you gone?
2: Not very long. He,
1: so (laughs) this was God too. This was God too. Like he was so present. This man made it like, a beeline to me like Mm -hmm. he was like walk directly to me like i was sitting with jasmine attitudey judy and and just walks directly (laughs) up to me oh it gets better that's so funny it
2: gets better so we talked to him and for some reason i start telling him this testimony not knowing that his name was matthew about me praying for this dog named matthew and like how god healed this dog and it opened uh, opportunity for me to pray for her about her daughter and then her relationship with her daughter was restored and there's just like boom 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 and he just like looks at me he goes we serve a good god and i was like yeah and i'm thinking i don't know what this guy believes like i don't know if he's like a yeah,
1: baptist we, like guy. we were unsure of the denomination yeah. that we were <laughs> like in. still not sure
2: <laughs> so we go through service they have like two hymns the guy who was doing oh, announcements, the, the, the
1: passing of the peace. Haven't done that before. Yeah, like we had to go past the peace. It was basically meet and greet. But yeah. you would walk up to people and peace be with you. They would yeah. literally and also say with that. You. Yeah, it was yeah. the craziest thing. I it was, was awesome, like, where though. are we?
2: So yeah. that actually kept people from going into conversations about random stuff. Yeah, because they
1: were just literally saying peace you, peace yeah. to you.
2: So peace you. When we get to the ministry. When when he gets up to preach, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm invested at this point. I'm like, you know what? Joe's filling, you. filling out a membership card. Thank you for bringing me here, God. Yeah. And this man gets up and he starts to speak. And like the first three things he says, I'm like, oh, we're in it today. This is good. And all of a sudden he stops and he picks up his cup of coffee and he goes, I was playing music with a bunch of wounded vets in a bar till 1.30 this morning. And he goes, you know, the alcohol people trying to buy me shots while I'm playing, he goes, I could give or take that. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't have any
1: effect on me. Mm-hmm.
2: And goes, like, it's, I'm literally goes, like It's a part of the biz. Joe. She's ready to walk I out. I am
1: so, like, I'm like, Lord, what are you trying to show me here?
2: I heard the Holy Spirit in me go, you just fought your whole family to come here to pour into this guy. What are you going to do? And I just sat there and he starts talking about how, there's people in this room who have such an addiction to caffeine, that's it's just as bad as somebody's addiction to alcohol. And he, he ended up bringing it back around, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, man, like this was...
1: But here's the thing, though, and this is how God works. By Joe having that mindset of instead of I'm going to go in and receive today, I'm going to go in and see who God wants me to pour into today, that mentality before that man started even talking he didn't know anything about that man and joe told him about the story about the dog that he got to pray for well little does joe know that this man at home has a dying dog yeah Okay, so that was number one. Number two, Joe got to tell him that he was supernaturally delivered from alcoholism and was able to tell his testimony. So maybe that's an area where that guy is going to go home and think Mm -hmm. about that now. Where, like, oh, I maybe mentioned that thing about the shot in the bars, but look at this guy that came from Wisconsin, and all of a sudden he's telling me this testimony. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how God works. We don't know what we're there for.
2: We ended up taking communion with him.
1: Yes. Oh, really? So
2: When we were leaving, um, I got to grab his hand, and we're... Real brief. And I was like, I said, I didn't know what kind of company I was in, but it took everything in me not to amen you really loud, like three, four times. You did a good job today. And he was like almost teared up. He was like, thank you. So you don't know what's mm-hmm. going on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We make comments, though, about denomination shouldn't matter. I just that was on a podcast like two or three podcasts ago. Right. And it just bit me. Mm hmm. Like <laughs> that is
2: <laughs> we, we I make, make
1: that statement. We make a God out of it. Yes. I make that statement. And then it's that's an what idol. it was. But while I was in my while God was working with me in that church service, mm-hmm. Matthew 938. Now John, or nope, Mark, because that Matthew 938 is your labor is in the Harvest Field. Mark 938. Now John answered him saying, Teacher. We saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow us. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, Do not forbid him, for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me for he who is not against us is on our side. Yeah. And those are the scriptures that were flooding my spirit the mm-hmm. entire time I was in there because I was like just because they don't look like me or they don't sing like us or they don't act like us if they're not <laughs> if they're not doing like straight up evil things they're not against you. Mm-hmm. like they're on our side. We need to be able to seriously start breaking down these things because it almost wrecked a Sunday morning for me. Yeah. You know, it's also interesting too that like
0: there's a there's a chance that cuz you were with other people on the trip that just your obedience and like
2: it's straight up. It straight up irritates people. Sure,
0: but your family <laughs> constitution, like you're, we're going to church no matter where we are physically located. Yeah, that in and of itself is a
2: testimony.
1: Well, and then yeah. we you know
2: we we don't want. My
1: mom loved it. Yeah, she because yeah. like old school. She church was raised you. Baptist, Baptist. Yeah. and she's like, oh, that was great. it. Brought me back to those days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she was like blessed so beyond funny. belief. So, we. You know, we
2: have these moral things that we set for mm-hmm. our family and ourselves where we're going to go to church. And I even found myself like that Saturday night trying to figure out like, man, this is the first family vacation all these people have been on together.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Heidi, like they've been on family vacations, but Heidi's so much younger. This is the first one with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First one. And with she's kind of she's the only one that's been there. Mm-hmm. So she's like the one who wrote their itinerary and and gave them all the <laughs> stuff to do. And <laughs> I did. Yeah. Emailed them lists. And, yeah. You know, so the things. A typical Heidi. Oh my god. Heidi culture. So we, we end up in this situation where, even I was like, man, like we we got to go to church tomorrow. I love going to this church, but I don't want these people to think that I'm doing it in spite of them. To spite them. Right. mm Hmm. You know, so then even on the way there in the morning, when we passed these other churches, it was like, oh, we could go check that out. That looks like it might be really crazy and cool. But my mind went, no, because we can go to this one at 830 and then we'll be back before people wake up. Mm -hmm. You know, so there was like a whole lot that God was doing in that trip where we had to really take inventory and assess like our our posture and how we. How we present ourselves to the Lord and mm-hmm. to those around us.
1: We make comments a lot of we're all gonna be in heaven together, right? You do these sayings that become very sweet off the tongue. They're like, like you get so you they're, so yeah. they're like desensitized. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you just say them they're so empty. often. hmm And I really do think that for some of us, if we had to sit and do a worship service with somebody of like a different denomination. Not mm -hmm,
2: even that, just a different age group.
1: There would be there would be issue. You would have you would have your flesh rise up and be like, like you would have this attitude that would come in and have trouble worshiping the same God.
2: Mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that's a work God did on, on me early. Because like when I was little, there was times where we'd have a church with like 100 people in the service and they'd allow somebody to get up and sing a special with an omni-harp. And if you don't know what an omni-harp or omniharp, is, you go look that up. Or there would be somebody that would come in to sing a special and it would be like a hymn or some like hip uh, Petra song. That they had a tape, like a literal like, be careful and make sure you got the right style of Bic pen to roll that tape back up yeah. if it malfunctions. Yeah, and they would Number sing pencil. like the little crack we made about a lot of ver- verbretto or ver-
1: v- v- ver- v- ver- vibrato, <laughs> vibrato.
2: Yeah, vibrato. It was, it was a lot of is
1: vibrato like the yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that kind. Which
1: again, that's, that's amazing. beautiful like yeah, that. That's their That talent. should be a beautiful thing. The Lord probably you know, hears those people and is like that's beautiful. He you know hears their
2: heart. Yeah. You know what's
1: interesting
0: is like oftentimes because we're so self-centered and like we're very like we're egocentric like it people if you're alive right now you imagine heaven like right now. Mm. Right? But like you guys it's First of all, Jesus, like obviously he knows everything, but like all the apostles and everybody were on earth 2,000 years ago. Right. Yeah. And like before that, Moses, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, like Adam and Eve, the way that music and worship has evolved over time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think that the songs of heaven yeah. are going to sound anything like, first of all, like anything you could even imagine. Yeah. If
2: you think you would have went to the synagogue or the temple and heard anybody perform other than the, the people that were handpicked to to roll out the scrolls right. and read the law, right, the Torah, you would not have went to church.
0: Yeah. Isn't it wild, though, to think like yeah. you have all the pillor- pillars of our faith if they heard us like
2: <laughs> like like
0: hey. on the day to day, like, well we I mean, we can't they're yeah, I mean we get along, but like they're Baptists. Scri- right, scripture right. says don't you Do you know, know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Don't decorate your hair in gold, don't do this, don't do that. Because they didn't want you to look as women like the the foretellers and the temple prostitutes that would sit on the steps and try and sell their services to the Pharisees. Yeah. So now you're on you're on your Sabbath or your Sabbath or whatever, and you're trying to get into the temple. You've got your tithe with you. You've got your family, and you got to make your way through the foretellers and temple prostitutes to get in to listen to some old dude read in Hebrew, yeah, or in Greek, yeah. There's no carry job. Risk their there's lives, no yeah. the blessing guys, before yeah.
0: the the. They literally. They literally. I would, we were just talking about this on dad's podcast. We, a lot of us are so out of touch with like what other, even other countries currently deal with because we've been in too long of a time of peace. Yeah. And so we're too comfortable as a nation, yeah. like in our culture, we're just too comfortable. Right. And like in, so there's this social media trend where people are like asking their husbands, like how often do you think of the Roman empire? Have you guys seen that? Okay you guys in Rome Christians were dragged out into the middle of a Colosseum and torn apart by dogs simply for being Christian for the entertainment of the Roman people Mm. like Roman citizens would be like eating popcorn you know and laughing and placing bets and like all this stuff and it was for their entertainment we're caught up on like I did not like the color of lights that they had on stage today. Yeah. And people literally risked their lives. Yeah. And were mar- martyred. Yeah. In order to like get together and read scripture together. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Wake up call.
1: You know, it really is. Because even even on this these Bible studies that we do, like God laid it on my heart fairly strong, actually. Like I was pretty fired up about it when I first felt the Holy Spirit tell me to do it but like we're going through a session right now where we're reading through the gospels. Yeah. And I, at my nature try to, I want to figure out how many books are in every single, <laughs> chapter. <laughs> how many chapters are in every yeah. single book and then figure out how can I make that a 12 week program? <laughs> 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 like That's so. literally what I tried to do and it's not happening because people are, they're getting excited. Like they're, they're getting some. Not everybody. Not everybody, but there are certain people where it's lighting something in them just by reading scripture. And that's what God laid out in my heart in the first place, is if you go to a Bible study to get a little bit of a scripture, but more of like, just like, what does the pastor have to offer with his good stories or his good ways to like create like, things how is in their this mind? to make me feel better today? Yes. How mm-hmm. is this going to make me feel? I was like, I should, we should never be at that point because when you go to a Bible study, you should be able to read nothing but scripture and still be content with that. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. the same thing about the people back in the day. All they did was read scripture. They weren't trying to get goosey from what the pastor letters. was trying to yeah. say. They're reading letters the, yeah. from
0: yeah. literally letters from like Paul. Yeah,
1: but there was even well, they
2: they were most like Paul and those guys. They were they were actually going to synagogue and and they were going to the temple to hear the same scriptures. When when Jesus walked in and he pulled out the scroll from Isaiah. Mm-hmm. and deemed himself as as the Christ and then rolled it back up they were reading the the laws of moses
1: yeah yeah
2: the the writings of the prophet isaiah
1: yes but i there
2: there um if you ever if you're ever bored and you want to really find out what a martyr looks like go look up the Don't emperor move, move. nero caesar yeah cuz when he came into power That guy was schizophrenic, demon-possessed nuts, man. Like, he was off. He made a slide with, like, a blade down the middle, and they would send Christians down it just to watch them split in half before they hit the bottom. Like, that dude was evil, and he just murdered people. Mm -hmm. So there's there's so much stuff that that people went through, and he was just an evil person, you know?
1: There was even a time, though, where like we're like, what, like four or five weeks in to our current sessions and we're we're still way in the beginning part of Matthew. And there was even times, though, where I was like, I'm
2: learning so much. This
1: though. isn't going to work. Like, I'm like, I can't we can't do this. This will take forever. We'll It'll be March before we finish these. Good. Fine. And Dig in. there but there were times where I was like, we can't do this. Like, I need to just have people read by themselves and then come back. And then Joe's like stop like this is just scripture that needs to be read and if people have issue with that then maybe God is starting to turn some rock like turn some rocks right now like but be- between mm-hmm. <laughs> between what happened to us on Sunday uh, at that different church because you think you're okay. You've been going to church for a while. God set you free. He's done amazing things in your life and you think you're okay. But do you think you're okay just because you have everything perfect right now and you've got everything very cush? you got your good church and you got what God did for you and you're doing ministry stuff and you're feeling awesome. But what ends up happening is you start to get these tiny mm-hmm. little things that start to build up. For example, right. if you go to a Bible study and they only read scripture... And all of a sudden, you're starting to get a little bit irritated by that because you don't really understand why.
0: I was just going to say, how many people on a sub, maybe subconscious or maybe conscious level are feeling good and like everything's kind of okay right now and don't want to upset their own apple apple cart so they don't read scripture? Because remember, we were talking about how like there are certain scriptures that because you didn't understand them fully it would throw you off your game and it would yeah. be like yes. more, you felt let down by it or like discouraged by the it. The conviction. Yes. Because hit. you didn't, right. And like, there. I there, think on a, on a certain level, people are like, I just got things sort of the way I want or need them. Like, I'm not really interested in, in, in any extra input at yeah. this time. There's,
2: there's a, a spirit of uh, spiritual gluttony. In in the modern church. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like when you come into a church service and everything is comfortable and the music is good and you have your friends group there and you you greet them right away and that's who you're going to lunch with afterwards or that's who you did the movie night with Friday or whatever. That's who you camp with. You get into worship. Um, there's a very anointed person on the worship team that always has a prophetic word and wow, it always hits home, but you never do anything with it, mm-hmm. you know? So you like constantly get this feeding and God's like, you know, he's using that because he thinks one of these times you're going to be pruned by that because mm-hmm. like it hit you hard and you cried and then you go home and you go back into your week and you do nothing yeah. and and then you, you come back and you want that, that right now word from God, but it's always a right now word every week for you in your situation, but you never do anything with it. You're still not sharing the, 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 the relationship you have with Christ, with your coworkers. You're not sharing it with your boss. You're not sharing it with the gas station attendant at the same gas station that you go to every day because you're a creature of habit, and that's the same habit that you're using at church to take from everybody there. And you're in this this cycle of Narcissism. eat, eat, eat. I'm, it's I'm, all about you. I need to yeah. be full. And that's what it is. Yeah. Man, I feel so full. And then all of a sudden you experience something that leaves you in a position where you, you're maybe you just don't understand it but you don't feel full. Yeah. Well maybe that was your opportunity to pour all this eating you've been doing back out. Yeah. Maybe this was your opportunity to take that big garden that's been cultivated and pruned and and now it should be producing fruit and start to to put seed in other grounds. Well, let somewhere me ask else. you this
0: though. Have you ever <clears throat> Okay, so like you two have kids. <laughs> you know how sometimes you're helping them with like a homework assignment? Yeah. And Nope. <laughs> yeah, says, you were real quick yeah, on the draw there, actually, buddy. Actually, no. That was
2: the conviction of the Holy Spirit right there. <laughs> yeah. You don't real help time. them with their work. Maybe Jasmine, but not Max. Yeah.
0: So like, you know how like, okay, when you when they're like learning math, right? And you're helping them with math problems. Nope. And, <laughs> but like you're like, this is how you do it. And you explain the steps and you like give them examples and you, you give them like anecdotes, right? Like, well, when I was in school, this is, you know, this is what I would do. And you give them like tips and tricks and you pour all this time in and you help them with that worksheet. And then the next worksheet comes along and they're like, I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. And then you have to sit and you have to hold their hand again Mm -hmm. and you can get it done, but only if you they you're there to hold their hand and you get frustrated because you're like at what point are you going to commit what i'm saying to you to memory and take it in and like yeah like learn it well,
2: and they're learn enjoying it, it yeah. right
0: and they get the attention, the attention and they walk away and they feel good because they got their assignment done they got to spend time with you and they walk away and they're like i have all my boxes checked man and and sometimes they deliberately just are like it'll be fine because mom will help you with the next one, right? And you're always there to help them, and so they don't have to commit it, right? Well, I feel like sometimes God is like, at what point mm-hmm. are you going to learn this so we can move on to the next thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. At what point? And because the... if you're in a Bible study where they're reading the Gospels and you're like, this is why, what are we even doing? How long is this genealogy I read this 100 times. number one? matthew is it uh yeah and you're it's happening because god placed you there and there's something Mm -hmm. there that you haven't taken in and actually learned for yourself
1: and also stop looking to man for everything yeah i think that's part of the thing that god was showing me this florida trip you know, spiritually, it, grow you up. shouldn't be waiting for the fire of man to come out of uh, come out of somebody, or even the worship, or even what's coming out of Bible studies. It should be you and him, you yeah. and him. The fire like, starts. I inside should be able you. to do any of this stuff the yeah. same exact way because it's just me and him. It's mm-hmm. just me and him, and on Judgment Day, it's just going to be yep. you and him, you and him. So I think he's like trying to un-like cover some issues with people on you're starting to get too comfortable in what you think is everything is all hunky-dory in your ministry. Like, like I'm doing really good and it's great. Like that's great that everything's going great, but I, but he always wants more. He's never going to stop pruning you ever. And so if you're feeling cush right now, because I was, I was feeling Mm -hmm. very comfortable right now with how things are going. And he uncovered an area where I was, I had a moment, I fixed it, okay? I didn't let that spirit win, but I uncovered a moment where I was unable to worship because it wasn't the worship I was used to. Yeah, And that for me is something, like that is how God works. He continually prunes you constantly thinking, you should be able to sing anywhere. You should be able to sing anything because these are praises unto me. It does yeah. not matter where you are, it does not matter what they sound like because these are praises unto me. You should be able to read scripture, and just read scripture because it's unto me. Like all yeah. of these things. You, you
0: want to get uncomfortable? In your own house, by yourself, open up the Bible and start singing what you're reading. Sing, read mm. to God. Yeah, That will quickly take you out of your comfort zone. <coughs> yeah. I love that. Truly. You know, there's so many different forms of worship. I talked about this once. I, pr- I, I spoke at exactly one
1: women's <laughs> breakfast and I
0: referenced my own message more than one should. OK, that's all right. But I said during that message, you can paint, you can write poetry to God. You can do all different types of worship. And if you would engage in that when you're in introduced to like a different environment, you'd be less jarred by it. Yeah. Because you already have a full repertoire of different types of worship. Yeah. Um, When you were talking, it kind of like, have you ever seen those couples where like maybe on a TV show or a movie or something, or maybe you know one personally where like they have all these issues, but like they can't really get anywhere because one of them always turns to like someone who meddles kind of, or like, like the wife will always go to the best friend and like wait for the best friend's endorsement or like her words of wisdom Mm -hmm. before she's like, yeah, I think what you said makes sense and we should do that. You know what I mean? And like, when you're in a relationship like like that and like you just want to be like hello it's me and you like i'm talking to you why do you have to go get the input of five different people okay that's you and god
1: yeah
0: right there Mm. he wants to have an intimate relationship with you and you keep turning to every tom dick and harry yeah trying to get a word yeah and he's like i'm speaking to you Yeah. yeah yeah I'm literally in the middle of speaking to you and you're turning to other people. Like, what do you think God
2: is saying right now? Like
0: that's wild. I just
2: was telling a couple that we become friends with that they they were talking about people giving them input on this vision and this ministry that they started. Mm -hmm. And I was like, don't, don't be swayed by that. If it goes against what the vision was, because if they, if they know about that vision and they had that, vision too and did nothing with it, they're out of the loop yeah if if they didn't have the vision but they've had a ministry elsewhere and now they're trying to sway you in a way that worked for them if it still doesn't set right with what the Holy Spirit tells you, just because they have influence, don't go with it because mm-hmm. you're still accountable for the vision God gave you yeah you know so we have to, You know, we we do need to have people that we can trust that speak into our situation that we have covenant accountability with. Absolutely
1: you do. Yes.
2: But at the same time, you're going to be accountable for your personal relationship with
1: God. But at the same time, if those people were all removed from you in a split second, Mm -hmm. would you still be able to stand? Yeah. That's the thing. Because that's where God wants people to get to right there. He wants you off crutches.
0: Mm-hmm. so can i ask one last question yeah uh would you or would you not have had more fun with me <laughs> for sure
2: on your trip the, the funny part is like i almost texted you on your birthday but then i was like no that'll be rude because you didn't I'm text sitting- her
1: on her birthday no i he of did. course i did oh yeah but like, what i'm kind sitting of there person? i'm sitting there on
2: a pier fishing with Jim texting Christina and I'm like yeah I'm just texting Chrissy it's her birthday and he's like oh why is she not here (laughs) and I was like great "Uh," question James I was like (laughs) uh she wasn't invited to the wedding he's like that's crazy she knows her better than I do (laughs) and I was like yeah I said it's kind of funny because she used to do her like hair and makeup for proms what did I
0: say to you I'll come to Florida. I'll
1: just hang out at the resort while you do wedding stuff. Did yeah. I not. Yeah. Did I not say that. And honestly, the wedding stuff was literally like what? You four were exed,
2: o- You were exed out of it. It man. was like 4 you, hours. You just got to show up and eat delicious cupcakes. It was
1: like, "Oh my gosh. Best cupcakes Best cup-ca- in the world." like ev- coffee, coffee mug cake I've <laughs> ever had. Coffee mug. <laughs> so they took I'm
2: disgusted. Do you know the coffee mug like cake mix, pop it in the microwave? Yeah. They had that done for all their cupcakes for their wedding. Yeah.
1: It was called Nothing Bunt Cakes. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It Nothing was... Bunt Cakes.
2: They have one in <laughs> Woodbury. Shut up. That was amazing. No,
0: they're amazing. They're... The problem yeah. was is there the was frosting like
2: 30... In the middle. There, well, some of them. This,
1: these didn't. They just there, had it on top.
2: Well, there was raspberry filling. There was ones that were filled. There was like thirty flavors. There was spice yes. cake. There was tutti the cake. They have flavors? There was red velvet. There was raspberry. They have gluten free.
0: Oh, they did so good. They have gluten free. Yeah, she had tears of them. I know. Here's the deal. They're only open until five p.m. So if you guys mm. could hold us up in prayer. <laughs> and hold up nothing bunt cakes in woodbury minnesota in prayer that they extend their hours because we never get there even
1: one day a week
0: just one day a week give me a saturday till 7 p.m
1: thank you so much for joining us for today's episode we are so blessed to have the privilege to share with you. If you haven't already, please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us by searching at the Real King Podcast. That's at T H E Real King Podcast. The Real King Podcast is recorded in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It is hosted by Joe and Heidi King, who are joined each week by Christina Santamaria as a moderator and contributor. It is produced and edited by Joe and Heidi King and Carlos and Christina Santamaria. All content is under copyright and all rights are reserved.